How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. Buddy, I am ready. I'm ready to jump into the recap of Australia-England in the Women's World Cup semis. <laughs> that is not what we're talking about That's on today's podcast. We are continuing <laughs> another fantasy football episode, our second of our fantasy football preview um, before this season starts, last episode, we went with quarterbacks, gave you our top 10 quarterbacks. Today, we move to running backs, um, which should be, be a much more entertaining video because these lists are going to be very different because very. we've we have done the previews of all the teams. We've talked about the running backs. We've seen the running back drama this summer. Um, and, and there's a I know me and you specifically have very different feelings on a lot of these guys. So, yes. This well, is going to be a list that multiple – some of these guys might not have been, even be on each other's list. No, 100%. And I, I, I love some of my surprises. I think some of the, the stayaways are going to be interesting. Like yep. I, I find the running back one the most interesting out of all of them. Right, Tight ends, we could pretty much agree on who basically most of the top 10. Quarterbacks, I mean, maybe one or two we can argue at. The running backs and wide receivers, there's so many, there's so many of them, but there's right. only a, so many – tier one right? right this is going to be interesting today i'm excited. very very interesting we will mm -hmm. uh hop into that same format as we did it our top 10 and then we will go with our top five sleepers or our guys we really like outside of the top 10 and then our five guys to stay away from i did go one little thing outside of the norm mm -hmm. i have my five sleepers or my five surprises sleepers whatever you want to call them and i have one super sleeper Super. Which I'll so you're adding you're adding an extra super sleeper. I am, but I'll explain it when it happens. All right, fair enough. So let's get right into it. Let's run it. Uh, let's start with some news in the NFL mm -hmm. before we get to our fancy running oh, backs. And this week, there are two big injuries that we can mention at the wide receiver position before we talk Dalvin Cook, because Dalvin Cook yep. happened right after Ezekiel Elliott, um, which we got to talk about as we sat down to do the last episode, but yep. uh, we didn't talk about Dalvin Cook, so. First up on sort of the injuries that went on this week, uh, we had Russell Gage go down. He is now done for the year uh, before he can even step on the field. So a hurt for the Bucks there um, as as they lose a guy that's been a pretty damn good number three wide receiver over the last couple of seasons and is a red zone threat. So that is not what you want to see, obviously, in, in training camp no. there. And, no, uh, and and yeah. and that's not a team that could afford to lose anybody right. losing Scotty Miller and several other there are other you know kind of depth wide receivers you're basically down to the two big guys in Evans and Godwin and a whole bunch of nothing right so definitely takes a a toll on their depth at the wide receiver position and then yeah. when you look at another team who doesn't have a lot of wide receiver uh depth is the Tennessee Titans and Traylon Burks goes down carted off with a knee injury not a lot of specifics yet mm -hmm. on that injury and, and how bad it was. But when you hear carted off and knee injury, you know, it, it's not always the best thing. No, and everybody kind of, I was watching a the video, they're all huddled around them and saying prayers. They don't look good. Right. So, I mean, they, they signed DeAndre Hopkins, uh, you know, to pair him with Burks, and now Burks goes down. And that's a huge hit to, you know, who else is going to be on the other side to catch passes besides DeAndre Hopkins. Westbrook Akine, back and step it back up. Right, so all of a no, sudden the Tennessee a, Titans wide receiver loss. room, you know, yeah. doesn't look so so good. So yeah, these are these are teams that can't afford to lose talent. Right. Yeah. Hopefully, Burks is okay, and you know we'll see him at some point this season. Um, yep. And then our biggest news after the Zeke Elliott news, like I said, was Dalvin Cook signing with the Jets. Uh, we Which knew the Jets we expected. Were yeah, we knew the Jets were very interested that they had hosted him for a visit. He was you know interested as well, and I think after you saw Dalvin Cook search around and see this, what his best offer could be, you know, one year, 8 million with, you know, some incentives to get there was definitely the best one that he was going to get um, and go play for a contender in the jets. Yeah. I mean, it really only came down to Miami and, and New York, right? I mean, ultimately Miami was his hometown. So everybody thought like he wanted to go run back there. Right. But, but that's a very deep running back room. Right. And, yeah. and, and as much as the jets have a deep running back room, it really will be the Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook show. I mean, right. not not it's not going to be a five man rotation. So yeah. I think and, it's a great signing. Great and, signing. And well, obviously, we're talking about fancy running backs upcoming here, and we you know what does that do 
to Brees Hall's value? What does it say about the Jets' belief in Brees Hall after coming back from a torn ACL? Like, it does, yep. you know, they, they were very interested in Dalvin Cook for the last month, you know? Mm-hmm. So this isn't just, you know, out of the blue. I think they were really set on getting a veteran guy and, and a guy that isn't, you know, washed, like has – I would say is is in his prime right now and and can go in and be one of the best running backs in the league. I think the Jets adding adding someone like Dalvin Cook in August, late August, you know, yeah. you don't see that every year. No, and I mean, look, I mean, <laughs> the guy's been in the league for, I mean, it, it is seven years, although he really didn't play the first year because he came out of college injured, right? So right. he's only played for six years. He played all 17 games last year, yep. right? He had 11, he had 1173 yards and eight touchdowns. You know, on top of the receiving yards where he added 295 yards and two touchdowns. So this is a 10-touchdown guy, 13, 1,400 yards of productivity. Who wouldn't want that, right? right. I mean, in their um, – Exactly. I mean, it's just insane, right? So with Brees Hall, you know the ACL. He's not going to come back and just be completely fine. It took Barkley two years. It's taken right. other guys. I mean, if you're not Adrian Peterson, it usually takes a year and a half, two years to recover. So Brees Hall, you had to find some insurance or some you right. know, productivity elsewhere. This is a no-brainer, but it does decrease the value of both of them you know, yep. being in the same team. There's no doubt right. about that from exactly. a fantasy perspective. And I'm sure one or both will show up as we go throughout these rankings and our sleepers and our guys to stay away from. I am going to just throw it out there. Neither guy is on any of my three lists. Ooh, okay, so... Maybe I spoke wrong. One is on mine. Wrong. So that's why hey, I'm we ready will, to get into it because it's we will, be interesting. We will discuss. Let's get into it. Let's start yeah. with right. our running backs. So let's go 10 to 1 back and forth yep. like we did with our quarterbacks. Um, and let's go with our top 10 running backs in fantasy this year. So I'll start it off and sh- okay. let, let's start it off with a banger here. Number 10. I'll go mm-hmm. with Mr. Aaron Jones of the Green mm-hmm. Bay Packers. I love Aaron Jones this year. Nothing Without a doubt, is the most talented player on the Green Bay Packers offense. Without a yeah. doubt. Yeah. He is going yeah. to be the focal point this year. Yes, I understand the A.J. Dillon being in the mm-hmm. backfield with him. Yes, it scares me a little, right? He mm-hmm. took away a lot of goal line uh, production. Oof. You know, touchdowns is, is definitely something that you have to keep in mind when you talk about A.J. Dillon. And A.J. Dillon got majority of the workload the last half of the year. So, yes, yes it – it, it you know it concerns me with Dylan being there, um, but Aaron Jones is in a contract year, um, and mm-hmm. I think that they are going to feed him the ball because Jordan Love's going to need a steady run game if he wants to be any some, somewhat of successful. Um, and I think Jones is the one to do that because Jones is very talented. Um, Two hundred thirteen carries last year for eleven hundred yards. He averaged averaged five point three yards a carry, which was the most um, out of qualifying running backs there. So he you know behind a good offensive line. I think Aaron Jones should once again, you know, be a be a you know valuable RB, you know, low RB one, RB two. Um, he only had two touchdowns uh, mm, last year. The point, buddy, on the ground. I don't mm. think that will happen again. Um, you know, he was down there with Alvin Kamara, um, but he still finished as the 11th running back last year off two touchdowns. He's going to improve on that. I have been improving enough to finish one spot better, which is at 10. I don't think that's hard to do. His ADP right now is 39. Uh, running back 16. I think it's around where you should go, maybe even a little low there. So I really like, you know, Aaron Jones there if you can get him um, in the, the late third round. Great player. Don't believe he's going to finish in the top 10. I, I, I think you're undermining how good A.J. Dillon is and how much A.J. Dillon's goal line presence takes away fantasy points from Aaron Jones, right? I see Aaron Jones as a top 15 running back in that 13, 14, 15 area. I can't put him in my top 10. Right. My 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 number ten is Najee Harris, so I, Oof. I, you know, wow. again, I, how, what are you shaking your head about? Wow. Not Najee he'll, Harris. He'll be on a he'll be on a different list for me uh, that we'll talk about later. But okay. first of all, you, you know, not, everybody makes fun of Najee Harris, like, oh, you know, he gets hurt, he gets this, he gets that, right? Number one, he hasn't missed a game in his NFL career. In two seasons, he hasn't missed a game. Number, he's played through injuries, he's played hurt. Number two, he accounted last year for. Uh, a thousand yards rushing with seven touchdowns, and he had 229 yards on 41 catches and another three touchdowns. So you get 10 touchdowns, you get 1,300 yards, and you get 41 receptions out of it. On a team that is going to improve with Kenny Pickett in year two, 
who loves that little dump off pass to Najee. And he's coming in this year as healthy as he's been since college. I really like Najee Harris this year. I think he's, I think I'm even maybe, I, I think he might even finish higher than 10, but because of just where I think some of these other guys and the kind of years are going to have, I, I felt comfortable putting him at 10, but there's a lot of upside at this with this guy. I, I have to disagree with with that. Really? Um, you know, I'll talk about disagree. him later. He's one of my guys that I'm going to stay away from this year in fantasy because um, I think him being the 11th ranked running back is way too high um, to pick him. You know, 28 is his ADP. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's incredibly high for a guy that, you know, behind an offensive line that isn't very good in Pittsburgh. Um, where a, a, you know, they have Jalen Warren there who in preseason took some starting reps. So you're going to see, you know, some competition in the backfield, even though, yes, Najee is the starting guy. Yes. Um, and you're, you're also going to see a team that wants to throw the ball with Kenny Pickett. And they threw the ball a lot more than teams expected last year. And Najee Harris only had 200 yards receiving. So if you're mm -hmm. banking on Najee Harris's receiving yards to go up, then sure, I, I respect that argument. And maybe we, you know, that's where I could be wrong, but I don't anticipate that. Um, I think that he'll continue to struggle with big ru rushes. Uh, you know, he's going to have to get 20, 22, 25 carries a game to hit that 100 yard mark. He's not a home run hitter. Um, so okay, it's, we'll it's just uh, we'll pound it's, it's very high for, okay. you know, for, for my taste. And so we started already at 10 with two very different picks. So let's continue this at number nine. Number nine. Let's keep it going. I will go with Jonathan Taylor at number nine. <laughs> Okay, I, okay, my head's gonna explode. Keep going. So I'll go with Jonathan Taylor at nine. Um, we had we had the discussion before because I wanted to make it clear. Like, are we including Taylor? Are we including? Uh, We're including Josh, these guys that they are going. I mean, every Josh report Jacobs. right now is they're all gonna play. So. Right, every, like Taylor's back. He just got excused from camp yeah. because of a personal matter, but he's back. He's he's yeah. gonna play. Um, and I would assume the same is for Jacobs there. So. Jonathan Taylor has to be nine. Um, he, you know, his ADP right now is 19. Um, he's running back seven. The thing is, is the more drafts I see and the more mock drafts I see, um, that ADP really isn't accurate because a lot of people, you know, if you're playing in a league that's involved with news, a lot of people don't want to take Jonathan Taylor. So this is, there's kind of an asterisk next to this number nine. Um, Taylor is falling to that, you know, early third round um, in a lot of leagues that people just don't want to take the risk. And I think once you get your RB1, um, you know, if you have one of those high picks and you get one of the top guys and you come around, come back around with your third pick, possibly fourth, I've seen fourth rounders that mm -hmm. Jonathan Taylor falls because no one wants to take him. Mm -hmm. You have to take him at that point. If, if Jonathan Taylor is your, is your RB2 on your team and you're going to take the flyer on that, I don't sure. see how you, how you can pass him up on that. Okay, so, fine, but yes. don't, don't come from the argument if he's your RB2 in round four. You're taking him in round one. I mean, you're I'm not taking with, you're in, taking round in round one. He's going, two, he's going low in round two, and that's fine with me as well because because I see him because I see him coming back this year after last year. You know what? what I I just can't. We can't really judge. You know, it hurt in and out. The, the offensive line banged up. He had freaking Matt Ryan as his quarterback. Everyone knew they were running the ball because he couldn't throw. I think this year, you know, you see an a, a very rush heavy defense with Anthony Richardson. At quarterback, and yeah, some touches are going to get taken away by Anthony Richardson. They're going to run the ball with their quarterback. But mm -hmm. as we've seen in other offenses, you know that's a also a blessing in disguise. Because yes, Richards will take the nine, ten, eleven carries a game away from Taylor, but Taylor's still going to get a, you know twenty touches a game okay. as they run the football, and a lot of that attention in the backfield will be put on Anthony Richardson. Taylor should bounce back. He stays healthy. You know, he'll go over a thousand yards again, 10 touchdowns. And I think this, I think there's a very, you know, th there, there is a safe floor for Taylor. If yes, he's playing and he's committed to, you know, not BSing the season, which we will only know, you know, when the season starts, I'm just basing it off. I think Taylor is going to come to his senses, try to play his ass off to get a contract. Um, and, and I still think he'll finish as a top 10 running back if he stays healthy. Well, as much as you disagree with Najee Harris, that's how much I'm disagreeing with Jonathan Taylor, and he's on my stay away. So, mm -hmm. you know, it kind of, you know, jump to that. Number okay. one, you, you gave all the reasons while, while defending him that I'm staying away from him. You know, Anthony Richardson running the ball. The offensive line is not as good as it has been in the past. Number three, I think with a, a rookie, uh, you know, head coach, I think this team's going to be terrible. 
you know, I think the defense is going to be terrible. I think they're going to have to throw because they're from behind. I think he doesn't want to be there. He has coming coming off an injury. All these reasons are for me are just red flags for me being like, yeah. hey, if he drops to the fourth round, yeah, of course I would take him as my second running back. If he's in the first two rounds, I'm I'm staying away. Yeah. And and that was just my justification for taking Taylor here. And I think you're getting a steal for a guy that I still do believe finishes in the top ten. Um, but it. yeah, I just okay. you know I'm I'm Can't gonna stick it. with it. Number nine for me, I pass on him every single year, and I am not going to fall for that trap again, and that is Mr. Nicholas Chubb. I cannot okay. not have At Nick nine? Chubb in the top ten. At number nine. Yep. Why? So Why? Why? Why what? It's not why to love. Stop? Oh, no, I know, but I'm just saying I am normally the guy who says stay away from him, and oh, I'm wrong okay, every okay. year. Oh, so I got you. I'm finally putting you, him in you. my top ten. You know, I still think that, you know, again, this is – you know, this is the crazy part about Nick Chubb. This is only season six for him. Yeah. Doesn't it feel yeah. like Nick Chubb's been in the league for 10 years? A long you know? time. It long feels time. like a long time. The guy counted for 1,700 yards and 13 touchdowns last year. I mean, I think there's going to be a little bit of drop-off, right, just as, as a normal grind. I mean, he, he carried about 302 times last year, you know. So I think there will be a little bit of a, a, of a, a bring-back – not, not to earth, but just certainly a, a little bit right. of a lesser production. But he's still a top 10 running back. And at nine, I think he slots in perfect. All right. That's fine. You know, mm -hmm. I, it's, I have I'm sure you have him higher. On okay. this list, I love Nick Chubb, especially in that offense that gives yep. him the ball, you know, 30 times a game. But I'll talk a little bit more about him later. Let's continue okay. to piss you uh, off and, and send you into, you know, uh, uh, anger. Can't imagine where uh, you're going to go with this. Let's go at number eight. I got Bijan. Uh, Bijan. Okay. Can I leave now? I got, I'm, ready to, I got, I'm ready to leave. I got Bijan Robinson at, uh, at, at eight. I think eight is, is the right spot that Bijan should be going. Um, nope. His ADP right now is nine. Um, and he's running back four, which is unbelievably too high for a rookie running back on a terrible team. Um, I don't see how you could take Bijan in the first round. Um, I would, wow. you know, it, it's someone that I'm not even thinking about in the first round. You know, you have someone, you have one of those, those, you know, second, you know, or late, late first round picks. And he comes back to you on the set, you know, on, on, you know, the, the, the snake back in the second round. And he's still there. I'd consider it. Um, but there's so there. many guys. There's so many guys that I'd rather take that are proven, are in better systems, less competition in the backfield, um, and and not rookie running backs. You know, we've seen this before, the rookie running back hype about they're going to be dynamic. And it happens sometimes. Yes, Ezekiel Elliott, you know, we saw it. we've seen it happen. But a lot of other times, they have good seasons, but not nearly as great as finishing as the RB4. There's no chance... Bijan Robinson finishes a top five running back in fantasy this year. It's not going to happen. Um, and and I, I really don't even want to pick him, you know, because he's going, like you said, he's going in the first round. I'd rather have, like, obviously on this list, seven other guys. You can get three of them, in the, four of them in the second round. There's no reason to take the risk on a team with two other stud running backs with Algier and Cordell Patterson. Um, yes, they're going to be a run-heavy offense. So I understand, you know, Bijan being the lead back in there is why he is so high. But I don't think the Falcons are going to – you just mentioned for, you know, the Colts are going to be down. I think the Falcons are going to be down in a lot of games. They're going to be throwing in the second half. I just – you know, to get to 1,000 yards, you know, is fine. That's fine with me. You know, to get to eight or nine touchdowns is, is good as well. Um, and have some receiving, you know, 200, 300 yards receiving is fine. Um, but – there, there is a ceiling for Bijan at those numbers. I don't see him going beyond that. We're going to table my discussion of Bijan Robinson for a while. So just giving you a little heads up. A okay. while. Okay. And then one comment I'm going to make is even last year when the Falcons were down in almost every game, they still ran the ball. Okay. So it's not like the, we didn't have Desmond Ritter on our list of top quarterbacks. So obviously it's going to be on the running back heavy side. But we'll talk about Bijan in a little bit. I hope you paid your dues for all of our fantasy football leagues, right? You've already paid? All my all my my dues are paid. Okay, good. Just want to make sure. They're all, paid. all right. <laughs> for me, number eight is Travis ATN on a much improved Jaff, Jaff, uh, blah, 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 Jacksonville Jaguars team. 
a guy who, you know, accounted for 1,400 of total yards last year, 1,100 on the ground, 316 uh, in the air with 35 uh, receptions and five touchdowns. I think his production just keeps growing, right? I think you finally saw last year uh, a guy that, you know, after having missed his entire rookie year, why he was drafted so high, why he has such chemistry with Travis, uh, or Travis, Trevor, I probably keep calling Travis, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor, Travis, you know, you Travis, get it Travis. mixed you up, it. yeah. But, you know, I, I just, you see the burst, you see the dynamic playmaking ability. I think he's going to have 50 catches at least this year. Um, I just think his, his catching out of the backfield is going to be a lot higher. I think this is a guy who could put 10 touchdowns on the board. I, I really like him at wide, as uh a number one running back this year in fantasy football. And I have him really plugged in nicely at eight. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm not going to say much on it. I, I respect the decision. He didn't make the top 10 for me. I love Travis Etienne this year. He's probably around 11, 12. If we, if we extended the list, um, mm-hmm. but he along a lot, like another running back uh, that didn't make the list for me, which also had been 11, 12 is Joe Mixon mm-hmm. um, competition in that offense is going to be, hectic i mean you got three wide receivers a stud, stud tight end on yes, both teams you don't have a lot of uh, good running backs on the team. In a, an elite quarterback um mm-hmm. yeah and, and the cincinnati you know uh backfield isn't very crowded uh the jacksonville backfield isn't crowded so yeah they're mm-hmm. definitely you know low end rb ones that you take advantage yeah. of if they if they fall to you you know in that third round but i believe that there's too much you know there's there's too much competition on that offense to where there's a little bit of a ceiling for ETN as well. I can have a, I can have a, a top ten that. quarterback, a top ten running back, and we're Good. going to have a top, and we're going to have Definitely a top ten couldn't. wide receiver next week. So, yep. all right. So that was your number eight. I'll jump to seven, and we'll okay. go with our guy Tony Pollard at number we seven. There, agree. We agree. There we on. go. Uh, what's What's not to love about Tony Pollard this Just year? I think he's. I, I think he's. Right, the, the injury, yes, but but again, we had this discussion about Tony Pollard was back for training camp. I personally didn't think he'd be back for week one. He was back a month and a half early than we thought. I think that tells me everything I need to know. He's fine. He looks great in camp right now. The burst is still there. And when you talk about get you know running backs in PPR format, you need a guy that does both, you know, elite way. Um, and yep. and you have Austin Eckler, you have CMC. I think the second best receiving back in the league is Tony Pollard. Um, and I think to get him at his ADP right now, which is 17, uh, running back eight, um, I think is I, I think he's going to finish higher than that, which is why mm-hmm. I have him at seven. Um, when you look at him, he finishes at, at running back eight last year. Um, that was on 193 rushes for just over 1,000 yards, average five, five and, you know, 5.2 yards a carry, which was second most in the league behind Aaron Jones. Um, he mm-hmm. had nine touchdowns on the ground, 371 yards through the air 40 catches um average 10 yards a catch like his numbers is a backup yeah he was a backup running back he's been missing and and he missed the game i just think his numbers are off the charts to where if you see more stable production and no you know the 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 guys the running the the running backs in the room are fine deuce vaughn you know you got you got some other guys there i just don't see them taking away you know, from from bulk production that's going to go to Tony Pollard. Are they going to workhorse back him, do the same with Zeke? No, it's not going to happen. He's not going to get 25 carries a game, but, you know, he could get 25 touches a game, rushing and receiving. Um, You're going to have, you know, probably an average of around 30 to 40 receiving yards a game. I, I just think there's so much upside to Pollard potentially even finishing as a top five back this yeah. year that he is so worth the second round pick um, to be your to be your RB1 or you know, in, in a lot of cases, getting one of the top running backs, if you have an early round pick and just mm-hmm. stacking up and getting possibly two top five running backs um, in fantasy this year, if you can get them in the second round. Yep. No, I agree wholeheartedly. I have, I have him at seven also. Um, I probably would have him higher if he ha- if he wasn't coming off the injury. And I did had the slightest concern about, right. you know, whether how much they're going to workhorse him in the beginning of the season. Yep. Right. I, you know, having only 39 catches, I think that's going up. I think that he only touched the ball 230 times last year, and that was with Zeke in the mix. So this is a guy that's probably going to touch the ball 270 times this year, right? So I think production is going to go way up. I don't see his numbers coming down. I see him only going into that 1,500, 1,600 total yard space. My only concern is can he get 12 touchdowns again this year? Um, You know, we'll have to see. But, 
you know, I, I, I'm really comfortable putting Tony Pollard, not only in the top 10, but, you know, inching closer to top five. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree um, with that. So love Tony Pollard this year. Go boys. I think he has a really good year. So we both agree on number seven there. Let's get right to number six. Um, this is where I put Josh Jacobs. Oh my God. Um, what's going on? Like, same with me. What's going on? Dude? Uh, hey, we're, we're making a streak here. So th- this is good. So yeah, Josh Jacobs at six, again, up in the air for a contract situation. Um, yep. I think this Raiders team is going to suck, um, yep. but you can't deny the season, the Josh Jacobs and the talent. He, has. he was, yards. he was the RB one last year. Um, yep. you know, I think putting out six might even be a little, you know, a little low for a guy that just rushed for 1600 yards Um, average five yards, a, a carry 12 touchdowns. He had 14 rushes for 20-plus yards this year, 64 targets, 53 catches, 400 yards. Um, you know, it it just it's, seemed like that whole offense. With, and this is the craziest thing. With the addition of Devontae Adams, he had that year. So there's no reason to worry about, you know, any sort of threat outside on that offense. They know what the focal point of the offense is. And with Jimmy G there, what mm-hmm. does Jimmy G, Jimmy G do the best? And off. it's his best, or, it's or, his or best throw the, feature. Or throw the screen. Or throw the screen, exactly. So if you want to talk about Josh Jacobs, if he's there week one, which we expect him to be, um, he's the focal point of this offense. And, you know, yes, they're going to stink. I really do think the, the Raiders are going to be bad this year. But, again, you're going to see a guy that, even if he has to come back to earth on the 1,600 rushing yards, he's not going to get there again. You know, you got a guy that can easily run for 1,400 again um, and be one of the top running backs. Agreed. I, I have also at six. Um, I think part of my reason for putting him at six is I want to see where his, you know, I'm concerned where his head might right. be at. And that, you know, and that's the problem is, is I, we, this is why I wanted to make sure we were doing these rankings correctly mm-hmm. because I was just going to, you know, exclude Jacobs from the list because me, my, you know, personally, as much as I love Jacobs and everything I said is true, mm-hmm. um, Personally, going into the drafts, you know, if I have Josh Jacobs, you know, I'm just talking about running backs that are going to be around the same area. Jonathan Taylor, Josh Jacobs, you know, Nick Chubb, Derek Henry Pollard. It's like I would probably go with all those guys over Jacob right now because of the situation, which is crazy to say. And again, this is where me and you overthink things and we have in the past. Right. This is where you draft him because right. he is going to play. He is going to make his $11 million or whatever the tag is, right? There's, he's not walking away from $11 million. He's right. 25 years old. He has four years in the league. He's right. going to get paid by somebody a decent amount of money. He's got to right. go out and prove it again. He's going to be there. So yeah. stop overthinking it. You got, I agree. Now, Thank now, you. I, for, I, I needed that pep talk. Thank you. Thank it, you for that. <laughs> now, I don't, I don't know where his head's going to be at wanting to play for the Raiders in the beginning right. of the year. I don't know if, he, if the Raiders are going to stink so bad that everybody is going to basically throw in the towel. And I also think that we're underestimating the change from Derek Carr to you know, Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that's going to hurt the offense. So all of those reasons are why I dropped him to six, but I still think he's one of the six best running backs right. in the National right. Football League. Works works for me. Let's go to five. So top five here for the running backs. This is where I put Nick Chubb. Uh, is is five. I am a huge fan of Nick Chubb. I've gotten him at, on at least one team the last two years, and he's done nothing but carry my team to at you know I call him Mister Twenty Points because he always will get you twenty points. Um, yep. last year I'll he, he finishes RB five, so I have him finishing the same. Um, you know from week two on he went 30, 17, 18, 25. Uh, 17, 24, 19, um, and then, you know, the end of the year there, the Browns basically gave up, and I'm not really going to read too much into that. But, you know, a lot of boom games, he's going to get 25 touches a game. You know, the the 100-yard mark, you know, is pretty much guaranteed for a team that runs the ball a lot behind a, one of the best offensive lines in the league. Um, I think if you're talking about floors, Nick Chubb might have the highest floor out of anybody on this list, you know, he's, he stays fairly healthy, you know, played all the games last season. And, you know, I, I think at, at 13 right now, you know, that, that's in the second round, you know, even oh, if it's the value. first his value, there. first pick, sure. there is a lot of value on Nick Chubb yeah. this year. I can't believe his ADP is dropping, you know, as, as he's only going to, you know, continue his consistency that he's shown in his career and no Kareem Hunt anymore. I was, I was waiting for you to bring that. No up. Kareem Hunt, you know, it makes me even more intrigued. I would love, 
you know, if I'm stuck with 12, you know, 12, 13, you know, I, I, you know, it's not my favorite pick. It's probably, it's probably my least favorite pick, even though you get the two in a row, you know, mm-hmm. screw it. I'll go with, you know, some either a wide receiver or running back that's there. And then I'll turn right it back around and get another one in Chubb if he's going to no, be I, there in the second round. I, still. I can appreciate that. I mean, look, I admit nine, you put him at five, it, we're, we're scratching, you know, small right. little differences. Correct. Uh, the fact that Kareem Hunt's not there definitely makes your argument more appealing. I like Jerome Ford. I think he's a, a really good, you know, backup running back. I think he'll get his chance. They still got with, Felton there. I didn't yeah, even look at the, they, they still, still got, got him. Felton. Yeah. You know what they don't have? I don't think they have the Ernest uh, Johnson, uh, the guy who comes in and scores 30 yeah, points. That, you know, that was crazy. Um, but yeah, so for me at number six, right? We're on number six. Uh, number five. Number five. Just, okay. Yeah. You're right. Great. Number five. Sorry. Hey, I changed my order like 15 times. Uh, number five, I have Derrick Henry. Um, so for me, you know, look, phenomenal season last year. You know, missed one yeah. game, uh, which is surprising because he got beat up like nobody's business. His mm-hmm. production came down in regards to average. I mean, he touched the ball. He ran the ball 349 times. Most in the league. It's insane. Three years ago, he ran it 378 times. Four <laughs> years ago, he ran it 303 times. You have to expect that this 1,750 yeah. carries is going to wear on this man. And it's going to – Or he's Superman. Him. Or he's Superman, and it doesn't wear on him. That is listen, also that is also can, a possibility. Listen, if that's the case, then I'm going to look like a, the guy with the egg on the face. Right? Mm-hmm. He did He did have 1,900 yards you know, total, and he had 13 touchdowns. So, listen, the, he is going to be the focal point, like you said, of the offense. They have DeAndre Hopkins, which helps out. you know. But now with Traylon Burks going down, he's still going to be the guy they give the ball to 27 million times. I just think the production at some point has to come down. This is the year I think it comes down. And it comes down to the point – it comes down so much that I put him at five, right? Like, I All mean, right. it's not like I'm putting him outside the top ten. But I do believe that we're going to see a guy, instead of having 1,900 yards, I think we're going to see a guy who is total running and catching in the 1,500, 1,600 range. All right. I got him a little higher than you. I have a little more uh, respect for, for Henry there. But um, I will jump to number four. Now I'll go with Saquon Barkley at four. I think this is the right spot for him. You know, obviously signing that extension, getting a little $1 million, $2 million cushion. You know, I'm sure he's a little more happier there. Um, yep. and, and, and the difference between Saquon and, you know, Jacobs and his contract situation is Saquon loves being in New York. So I have no, I, I really have no, uh, you know, second thoughts on taking Saquon loves his teammates, right now. Loves his coaches. Loves his team and the Giants are going to be good. Mm-hmm. It's a good team. So, you know, th- th- he's the most talented player on their offense. I love running backs that have that. It's why I included Aaron Jones on this list earlier. Um, so Saquon is going to be the focal point. Um, he had a fantastic season last year, and he only finished as RB6, which was very interesting to me. You know, th- yeah. I, I think he can even improve on the receiving numbers. He had, you know, 76 targets, but only 57 catches, which is odd for a uh, running back. I mean, Daniel Jones. Hello, Daniel Jones was throwing it to him. Daniel Jones, can you? complete the ball to Saquon Barkley a little more. Right. I think they're right. going to get him involved. You know, they didn't, they did not invest in a wide receiver. Once again, I don't get why they do it, but as a Saquon, you know, Saquon Barkley fantasy owner, I love it because he remains the focal point. Um, and, and I think he definitely is one of the top ones that's going to go early first round. His ADP is eight right now. That's perfectly fine with me. All right. So you have Saquon Barkley at, at, at four. So at your number, your number four. My number four is also Saquon Barkley. Yeah. So Saquon it's, Barkley it's the right spot. is it's the right spot. You know, he yeah. he's the most dynamic player on the team. He is a like you said, you know, he has to go out there and kill it to get his contract. I mean, he's gonna have to have a phenomenal season to get paid what he wants to get paid. This is a guy with sixteen hundred total yards. I see it jumping up to eighteen hundred this year. You know, I see ten touchdowns going to twelve or thirteen. It propel it propels him, you know, into that top four. He's just uh, – he's too good, and there's not – I mean, although he's had the injuries to the knees, there's not a lot of wear and tear on this body. Right. The guy's only touched – the guy has only carried the ball 900 and the, And those, con- those concerns were disproved, you yes, know, la- last year. It's like he's fine. He looks even better than before. So he he's, touched, he touched he's the a ball different beast. Yeah, he touched the ball 350 times last year, and he yeah. looked fine. So I, I like Saquon Barkley. I think he has another, another great year. All right, so we both agree with Saquon at four. Let's go top three here, top where two three. of them are the same. 
Um, yep. One isn't, and I'm pretty sure it's this number three spot where That's right. I can't believe you have him that high. Um, oh, yeah. I will go Derrick Henry at three. Um, I I continue to really like Derrick Henry this year. I know, you know, it's the, you know, this is the year, the fall off that the, you know, the wear and tear takes a toll on him. I just think, I just think Saquon Barkley, uh, I just think, I said Saquon Barkley. I think Derrick Henry is Superman. I really do. I think he. I think he's unlike any running back to ever play the game. Um, he is so unique in that aspect where, you know, yes, is it taking a toll on his body with the hits? It has sure. to. It's football. It happens to everyone. But, man, I just think he is a different beast. And his ability to continue taking those hits, running between the tackles, he still has the breakaway speed with the size. You know, it, it's it, he's just you know, such a unique style of runner. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think that this is the year where you see, you know, his, his, his production decrease. He's going to still maintain that 300 plus uh, carries a year. And something interesting, something Mm -hmm. very interesting about Derrick Henry last year, as he finished as the running back three, which I believe he will finish as again, was his receiving numbers last Mm -hmm. year, 41 targets, Mm -hmm. 33 receptions for 400 yards before this year. He never had, uh, 200 yards receiving in a year. So he's doubled his most productive receiving year um, did, and didn't even add a touchdown on that where he had 13 well, touchdowns on the it's ground. It's also because Malik Willis couldn't throw the ball 10 yards down the field. No, but, but, you know, whoever's in that, uh, whoever's at the quarterback there, it's a bad QB room and Tannehill being the starters is fine. You know, he's definitely going to look for some dump downs and Traylon Burks goes down today. They only have DeAndre Hopkins on the outside. I wouldn't take any other weapon on the, on, on the Titans outside of, yeah. Outside of Hopkins, and I anticipate Henry continuing being the beast he is. And you can get him this year, not with the first couple picks. You can get him at pick sixteen. Mm, he's not That's his ADP out. right now. He's going in the second round. So I, I still see that I, I, great value at the second round for Derrick Henry. I think I'm just, I'm just telling you the facts right now. He's no six. Listen, I understand that, but I do believe Derrick Henry will be picked in the end of the first round. That's just my personal In some opinion. leagues, yes, but in some yeah. leagues, no. Because yeah. it depends. Do they think like you or do they think like me? And that's, that's right. And that's why fantasy football is so fun. I know. Totally. All right. Are we ready for my number three? Spew ahead because I think you've been waiting for this for about four months. That's so right. I'll let you okay. have the, the floor for a little bit. Thank you. I appreciate that. I... Banged on the table during the draft that Bijan Robinson was the best player, hands down, coming out of college last year. Yep. This is a guy who did uh, had 1,900 yards of total offense for a Texas team that wasn't that great. And this is a man who literally had six yards a carry, 16 and a half yards per catch, and he, and he had 20 touchdowns. He is the smartest most physically demanding, like six foot, 220, solid, fast. He's, he just brings everything. Great hands, great IQ of the game, great love of the game, just a yep. passionate guy. I love everything about Bijan Robinson. And this is a team with Arthur Smith that runs the ball, like you said a million times. Desmond Ritter is going to hand the ball off and throw the ball to Bijan Robinson every other down. And yes, Algier will come in for a couple of you know spells. They'll throw Cordell Patterson probably more now back in that uh, you know uh, wide receiver role with him coming you know and, and lining in the backfield to make the defenses not figure out what the hell's going on. But Bijan Robinson's going to be the man, and Bijan Robinson in his rookie year will have eighteen hundred total yards and, and double digit touchdowns. Mark my words, running back. Three. What's the the rushing numbers? Fourteen hundred. I think he has 14 and 400, yes. Wow. I mean, it, it, it's it's just not something I can get behind. I'm just not buying into it with that. And, you know, I, I said it before, and, you know, I've seen actually – I've been watching a lot of fantasy football coverage, ESPN, CBS Sports does a lot of it right now. And there yep. was one guy that said my exact words that I've been saying since the, the draft when we've been talking about fantasy for this long is right. love don't the have player. Business. Love the player. John Robinson's a beast, one of the best – running backs I've ever seen in college and I anticipate him being a beast in this league, but for fantasy for his ADP being nine um, for him being running back four, you having to spend your first pick on B. John Robinson is not something that I'm interested Uh, in doing uh, this year. Please. That's my only reasoning. 
AJ, it's please fine. let it happen to me. No, like I'm scared. I am scared that somebody's going to take him because I have like the ninth pick and someone's going to take him eighth. Or in the auction, I'm going to go spend the money and someone's going to outbid me and I can't spend as much, right? I won't have as much. Like yeah. something's going to screw me. But if I don't have Bijan Robinson on one of my big money leagues, <laughs> I am going to lose it. Uh, you will you will not have to worry about me for any of those scenarios. Good. I will hey, be. I will I be. Hope everybody's like you, so nobody. I don't I'll be hitting the pass button. Love the player. Um, not his rookie year though. I don't anticipate him putting up those numbers. That would be insane though. And I I tip my cap. Obviously, you have it recorded. This will be clips. So, uh, you uh, you're very high on Bijan. There, it's a little too yes. high for me. Um, mm -hmm. but that's fine. Okay. Number two for me. Um, I go with CMC. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, mm -hmm. um, at number two this year. Um, his ADP is two. He's the number one running back. But I just, you know, we talked. I talked about how I have Herbert a little lower this year. Um, you know, it's because of Austin Eckler and how much I think he is, you know, just going to have a freaking year, um, mm -hmm. like he's always had. I mean, I just think he's going to continue that. CMC. The only reason I have him too, um, is you know that the situation in in San Fran. Um, like I said, I think that team as a whole takes a step back, and I think their offense um, is going to be the main reason for that. I don't see them being as effective and, and these little nope. games, these little rushing games with whoever they want. Um, I, I think it takes you know a little bit of a step back. Um, and, and, I, and CMC also with the injury concern. I think there's less injury concern from Eckler there. Um, there I'm, I don't have really a lot of reasoning. These are the number two, one and two running backs. I don't really care how you have them flipped, but I would take Eckler – uh, with that second pick in fantasy this year. I Here's my only problem with Eckler, right? I mean, he's had two phenomenal seasons. The previous four behind that, he was a, he was just an average running back, right? I mean, he was kind of like the, the, the backup and the third down guy. And the last two years, he's exploded. He had 107 catches last year. Like, I can't get my head around that that's going to happen again. Now, I might be completely out of my mind, but with four stud wide receivers with, you know, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Quentin Johnston, and uh, Josh Palmer, I can't see 107 balls being dumped down to Austin Eckler. I can't. I just, I, I <laughs> can't not? get my head around Why it. Why not? I can't, I can't that happens all the time. I mean, it's. I, I can't get my head around it. Now, that, I mean, yeah. Just keep, but, keep going. Keep going. Again, Kellen Moore is not a typical dump guy he he likes to push it down the field he likes the deep ball he likes the long you know crossing routes and a lot of the mesh you know type of routes i just i don't i think the i think the reason i have him too and again we're we're splitting hairs right the only reason i have him too is he didn't rush for a thousand yards last year i don't think he's going to rush for a thousand yards this year because they're just their offensive line is is a better pass protector than it is a run you know uh offensive line and I think that he's not going to have 18 touchdowns and he's not going to have 107 catches. So I think everything comes back to reality a little bit. I could see him still running for in that 900 to 1,000 yards. I could see him having 80 catches. I could see him having, you know, six, 700 yards of receiving. And I see him having like 14 touchdowns. All awesome numbers. Going to put him at number two. Mm -hmm. I, just, I can't put him at one. I can't put him at one. That's fine. I, I think when you look at how much the receiving numbers differ from everyone else and even Christian McCaffrey, 107 catches to 85 he had 22 more catches than christian mccaffrey like it's ridiculous oh, the value now, McCaffrey, mccaffrey only had no he had 85 right he had 85 sorry the, I forgot. The, the 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 you know the value you're getting for having a you know third fourth however wide however many wide receivers you play with um as your rb1 you know get it, it's just you, you can't find another player like it you know unless you take mccaffrey which is fine but these two guys are in such a you know league of their own on what they bring to your team. I'm yep. telling you, if you have the number two pick, Austin Eckler is going to be a league winner this year. Um, that's why I want a top pick this year. I want one or two this year. I never want one or two ever. Which is but which is Justin Jefferson. I was going to say Austin Eckler is going to be game changers because I think both those guys are going to have yet another you know amazing seasons because they're two of the best players in the entire league. And that 722 receiving yards I see increasing this year. I think he approaches. Dare I say it a thousand? Dare I say he could be in a thousand yard receiving back? Um, you know, the the yes, the rushing numbers. I don't think it matters. He's gonna be he doesn't have to get to a thousand. He's I love the receiving numbers and PPR. He's he's sure. the number one running back, you know, 
if, on my if, list. If you're a running back and you get to a thousand yards in either receiving or rushing, you're you're going to be okay. But receiving know? though with a hundred catches, it's like oh, no, it's insane. It's absolutely it's insane. ridiculous. No, it's and that and, and Kellen Moore in that offense, I feel like the way he utilized Pollard. You know, is he's going to have even more. It wasn't fun. from a catching though; it was all from running. You know, a lot but of he got you know Pollard involved. You know, wide out. You know, getting getting him in motion. Like he's going to have some fun with using a guy like Eckler uh, that he knows can can be utilized in so many different ways. Again, splitting hairs. Look, I mean, you, you had McCaffrey, who you know the the two previous years he had injury issues, right? So he he goes to Carol. You know, he comes back to Carolina, starts off really slow goes over to San Francisco and he lights the world up. Like, I mean, it's like, here, let's put you on a good team with a really good coach and a really good scheme and let's utilize every bit of the athlete that you are, right? More touchdowns, more catches, you know? I mean, he just looked so good and so confident in that offense. And I, and I don't agree with you that the San Francisco 49ers offense is going to take a step back. I think Kyle Shanahan is brilliant. I think the way that he schemes is better than any offensive-minded coach pretty much in the league other than Andy Reid. I think that this is a guy that's going to be much more comfortable being in the, in, not only through training camp, but with the team full, fully. All the guys behind him get hurt like crazy. Elijah Mitchell and Jeff, you know, whoever else is on that. They, they all get hurt, right? So the guy's going to get an enormous amount of touches. I see, you know, he had 240 rushes last year between the two yeah. teams. This guy is going to touch the ball, probably run the ball 280, if not more. He had uh, 85 catches. I think this is a guy who can get to 100 catches. I think right. this guy can be a 2,000-yard, you know, full guy, full, full complement on the offense. I love him. I see him being the, the, the number one guy back again. And as long as he doesn't, you know, fall out in week three like he did two years ago, I think you're going to be very happy drafting him. All right, yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely the one-two there. I'm just happy we both didn't go too crazy. Uh, yeah. with 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 those guys so well, we had three the same wow yeah three three three, three in the same spot so more than i thought honestly so not not too crazy just the Bijan craziness from you uh kind of threw everything where, off where it's gonna get funny is is the surprises in the same yeah. way so, let, so let, let's let's run down let's your go list, with, buddy let's go with our sleepers first sleepers okay. slash my guys um these are our guys that we're targeting in our leagues you know it might not be you know, this is why I say sleeper is not really the word because I have some guys that everyone knows about. It's just these are the guys I'm targeting in my mm -hmm. leagues based on their ADP and based on I think they are way too low for being, you know, uh, you know, going to have a good season. So let's right. go yep. with my top five sleepers, my guys here. I will start with Miles Sanders um, this year. I really think that people are sleeping on a guy that's going into a new system where he'll be used this year. Philadelphia Eagles fans know what I'm talking about. He they didn't use him. He's a great. He's he's a top ten. He's a top yeah. ten running back talent in the league. But they didn't give him the ball. He can catch out of the backfield. Um, you know his production was really terrible last year. Besides his touchdowns, and you know he's going to be the RB one in this in this uh, you know in this oh, Panthers know. offense. Mm -hmm. And having a rookie running back, you know, I I think Bryce Young's gonna have a very successful year being you know winning rookie of the year. And I think Miles Sanders is going to be his. Year. Is gonna is gonna be his safety valve there. I really like him there. I'll go with Alexander Madison, mm -hmm. um, as well. I think Madison going into the starting role. We've seen him in glimpses being the starter, and he does the same thing as Dalvin Cook every time. He's a very similar runner. Um, you know, he he can catch out of the backfield as well. Um, at at, at as ADP being sixty five, um, I think is is fine. It's right around where mm -hmm. where I would pick him, and and that's fine with Good me round. because I'm definitely targeting him as my backup running back or possibly. My RB two, mm -hmm. I, I, I wouldn't be I, mad at I, if I'm going wide receiver early. If I'm going Kelsey early, something in that scenario, and I need Madison to be my RB two, I think you're doing just fine. Absolutely, Cam Akers as well. Mm -hmm. Um, this one was a little iffy because I I had to take a step back because I do think the Rams are are you know I'm I'm kind of fading on them the more I know I, I know we said they could be you know something this year, but that defense is so terrible they're going to get scored on a lot. You know, Cam Akers. K-Makers doesn't have a lot of competition in that backfield, no, so I like no. you taking a risk on a starting running back, um, yep. but he's going to have to be your bench running back. I don't like K-Makers as your RB2, but you get K-Makers on your bench, he falls to you in that you know sixth round. Um, that's yeah. that's oh, just fine with me. Just pause there for one second. I Did you see the highlights of Stetson Bennett? Dude. 
look great. We've said this. Both of us think that Stetson Bennett eventually gets a starting role in this I, league. I told, totally I, think so. I mean, I, I think it was insane the fact that he fell in that draft and people were talking about him being old and stuff. Like, all yeah. that man does is win, and he's got a great yeah. arm. He's such he's a good decision maker. Presence. Great yeah. pocket presence, and he's, he's kind of okay. shifty. I just wanted I to know. mention it. I like. Him. I watched the highlights, and I was like, "Wow, he looked great." But Cam Akers, not a lot of competition in that backfield. Like oh. you're getting a starting running back. That it's very, very boomer bust for him this year. He looks yep. great at the end of last year. Um, mm-hmm. Also, for me, my top two guys um, will be Jamal Williams, being another one. I love Jamal Williams. His ADP like is 96. Like, He's the 33rd like, running back going off the list. It's like you looked at my page, buddy. What, what, what is going on? Alvin Kamara is suspended for the first three games. You're getting a starting running back for the first three. He led the league in touchdowns with 17 the league. last year. It's like you're going to get Jamal Williams as your fourth backup like, or your or your second backup I, is what I I'm would, trying to say. Like, I would play I, Jamal I don't get Williams this. as my RB2 all day long. I don't I don't get why he's going so low. I'll pick Jamal Williams up on my bench and I can start him my first couple of weeks. And after yeah. that, tomorrow was not that good last year. I think he's I think Jamal Williams takes away a lot of a goal line presence and he yes. is going to have another good he's a dog. He's a dog. Yeah. So I love this pick. I don't get how he's that low. Um and then my number one sleeper this year is Damian Pierce uh for the Houston Texans. Uh his ADP is forty eight. Um he's the seventeenth ranked running back, which I think everything about that is correct. But I just believe, you know, talk about r- running backs that, you know, in their rookie year that impressed. It was Damian Pierce on a terrible yeah. team that always yeah. was playing from behind, finished with 1,000 yards. Again, rookie quarterback coming in this year, second uh, second year Damian Pierce with an improved offensive line. I think him, he's only going to build on those numbers. And if he brings the touchdowns up, he could definitely surprise this year. He's a very solid RB2 um, as well. Hey, Jay, I, I like your list. There, I, I, thank you. I, Thank you. A compliment like on my list. list. Thank you. I'm, I'm complimenting your list. I, I don't have an argument about any of the five that you chose. Right. I, I like it. And how many In were fact, the same for yours? Two. Okay. Two. Right? So I have Cam Akers and Jamal Williams on my five sleepers too. Right? Okay. I think I actually am higher on Cam Akers than you are. I think, I think the talent is there. I think between him and Cooper Cup, that's going to be the Rams offense. Right? It's going to be Cam right. Akers, throw to Cooper Cup. Hand the ball to Akers, mm-hmm. give it to Cooper Cup. And there is nobody behind him that's going to take carries away from him. I think his head's in the right place. I think they got to get scoring from somebody, and they're going to get it from those two guys because there's nobody else. So I, I like Cam Akers, and I would start him. Uh, okay. I think Jamal Williams in the first three weeks is a must start, and yeah. I think that he is going to take carries away from Alvin Kamara. And they didn't um, sign Kareem Hunt. They didn't sign Dalvin Cook. Nope. They didn't sign anyone. Nope. So he is the guy for the first couple weeks. He is weeks. the guy. He's definitely the guy. Um, and then the other three that I have is I, I, again, you know, I get enamored with, you know, college superstars. I, I really like Jameer Gibbs. I, I think he is the Tony Pollard of this year. Okay. I think Jameer Gibbs on the Detroit Lions could have several 60 yard bursts through the line. Yeah, Goodbye. Definitely. No one's touching me. Home for run speed and, and, gra- yes. you know, game breaking, you know, agility. Yeah. Yes, and can catch the ball in the backfield. I really like Gibbs. The only reason I didn't have Gibbs higher was is because they have Montgomery as well. That's going to be right. you know part of, part of the team here. I don't have Gibbs on either of these lists. Um, I was thinking about him for sleeper, and and I like him more than Montgomery because Montgomery is on my other list. So I definitely yes. like taking the 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 risk on Gibbs because I think yes. they spent that pick for a reason. He's going to be the focal point. Um, at the that running, but even if they split carries, I think you're going to yeah. see him involved with more big plays. Um, it's, it's for basically, sure. it's honestly, it's very much like watching Zeke and Pollard mm-hmm. and saying that Montgomery Zeke and Gibbs is yeah. Pollard and, and Pollard has right. a better season. You yeah. know, um, mm-hmm. I, I love Kenneth Walker, the third, I, I mm-hmm. think Kenneth Walker, the third is a guy that could break into the top 10. If he stays healthy, yeah. he is definitely he is powerful. He is fast. He is a tackle breaker. He is exceptional. His his uh, horizontal uh, ability to juke people is unbelievable at, at his size and speed. And I think that Seattle offense is going to be dynamic. So okay. if he can stay healthy, I think he's a massive you know up, uh, thing. And my last one is Khalil Herbert. I I, I think Khalil Herbert. You got Montgomery out of there. Yep. I think it's time to see Khalil Herbert shine. This is a guy with tremendous speed, right. tremendous uh, ability to hit the hole. And, and can catch the ball out of the backfield like as good as anybody. 
you know, again, you saw it on the, the first play or the second play of preseason when Justin Fields threw him a, a, a two-yard out and he took it for 80-something right. yards. Like, that's Khalil Herbert. I think you're going to see a, a breakout year for Mr. Herbert. And then I have the one super sleeper. Again, okay. my super sleeper is based on the fact that this is a guy you're going to have to stash on your bench because at some point, because of injuries, he's going to get his chance and he's going to be awesome. Okay. And that is Devin Aiken on Miami. The, the Texas A&M product, if, with Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson, who get hurt all the time, those two cannot stay healthy. Devin Aiken is a beast. And wait, look at his tape. Watch him. What are we talking running back? I'm just talking about for... a guy. I'm talking about a guy you put on your bench, you stash him, because at some point in the year, he's going to be the featured back and he's going he's to be dynamic. You wait and see. I'm just putting it out there for my super sleeper. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking on the list. Like he's not even top fifty. There. I don't care. I know, I know you're. Yeah. I know you're saying for those reasons, which is fine. But yeah, yeah. Just, maybe maybe it waivers. It, you know, during the no, year, you don't have to do it on waiver. You, you let last pick in the draft, last, the draft. last round draft to pick. Okay, Devin Aiken and stash him on your team. I'm telling you. Okay, just trust trust me. Respect for that one. So that's our sleepers there. How about our five that we are staying away from? Five guys that I will not draft this year in fantasy. Will you help me out with the first one? Because I still can't pronounce his last name, and I think I know, or I think you know who I'm talking about, um, because you just talked about Kenneth Walker. Um, this would be oh, his backup. Um, can you Zach help me Charbonnet? out? Charbonnet. Zach yeah. Charbonnet. I will not be drafting Zach Charbonnet this year. Um, again, rookie running back, who I think really? is are, projected. Are you, are you stay away with backups? Yeah, Come but, on, buddy. It's my better, one. It's just my this. one, because a lot of people, he's, he's running back 38. So he's yeah, like one of the top backups. Running back, it's ridiculous. Like, why would you spend a pick on Zach Charbonnet when you th when I agree with you on Kenneth Walker could potentially fit as a top ten back, and Kenneth Walker is the lead horse back, and I think the stats are overblown. You just don't. I, I just wouldn't waste a pick on on Charbonnet. Though, that's all. But listen, the only reason is is because of Walker's injury history, right? But Charbonnet's hurt too right now. So right. I mean, he's got I the just, groin issue. I just wanted to mention it. There wasn't a lot of guys, you know, higher oh, up that I, I was. Oh. that I was like, stay away from. I, there's a lot of running backs I like this year because there's a lot of in that middle group that yeah. are that are good picks. So okay. I will go again that. with Brees Hall um, because yeah. that was the one running back I was using for the Jets. Dalvin mm -hmm. Cook addition. I like Dalvin Cook more than Brees Hall, and I think this hurts Bryce Hall. You know, I think if you're going to pick one of the running backs, you go with Cook um, because yeah. I think it, sh it says something about his injury and that he's not going to be as explosive. They don't want to give him the ball, no you know, 20 times a game. I know how good he was in the first seven weeks last year, and he was the running back three. Um, but I don't think he's worth the pick now. He's running back 13 right now. Yeah. They're saying low-end RB1. I know this is that was before the, the, yeah. the addition of Cook. He'll drop they, they, significantly from that. I still wouldn't pick him. They re-ranked him at 20, you know. and at 20. And I still know, don't think – I still think that's no. high. Listen, I, I – I have a problem with him blowing his knee out in week seven, right? I mean, if you blew out your knee in preseason last year, I'd feel much better yeah. about this. But right. this is not even a year removed from the injury. And I've yep. blown my ACL twice. And I'll tell you, nine months minimally to feel like you're, you're right. back. And, and, and that's on a good day, you know? It's just, so. again, with me, you want to take a pick that doesn't involve as, you know, any risk. And I think there's sure. just a lot too much risk with Agreed. Brees Hall. Um, David Montgomery was one I mentioned. Um, I'm staying away from him. Again, I think Jameer Gibbs is the guy you take the risk on because he's the he's more the boom. He's going to have the big plays. I mean, I think Montgomery is is just going to go into a backup role. He's running back 31 right mm -hmm. now, which is fine. But I'd still, you know, he's not someone that I'm looking to draft. Um, Javante Williams is another one for me. No brainer. Um, yep. Again, similar to Brees Hall. Had the ACL, MCL, PCL, blew all my um, you know, early last year and. And yes, that's again, that was week one. So at least, you know, you're, you're more, you know, uh, you had more time, more time to heal yep. there. But again, you know, they're saying in camp, he doesn't have the same burst, not the same speed. I think Russell Wilson is going to have to air it out this year. So I, I just, another one that I'm staying away from, he's a, you know, he's a low end RB two right now. I don't think that's worth, you know, the pick. And then my number one to stay away from who you had in your top 10 um, is Najee Harris. He's just not one that I'm looking to draft this year. Running back 11 is insane to me to be that high. Um, he's not someone that I'd be comfortable being my RB1 uh, for a guy that is in an offense that has a terrible offensive line, is is not going to run for a lot of yards, you know, in terms of, of he's going to have those games where he has two touchdowns on yards, but I think you're also going to get 
your games that you've seen throughout his career, which he has 11 carries for 38 yards, which how many, this, how many of this, those have you seen from, from his, this is not and he's the never, same offensive line that Ben Roethlisberger he's never, had. he's never going to, he's ex- exactly was my next point. Thank you for segueing. He does. is not his quarterback anywhere. He's never going to have the receiving numbers he had in his rookie year. So uh, I, I don't see, you know, how this is, how he could possibly be running back 11. I'd take about 10 guys over him. Um, no chance I'm taking Najee Harris this year. No, nah, I think you're on crack. All right. So for my five, I'm on crack race, a lot lately. You are. My, my, uh, maybe I need to do some drug testing. Mm-hmm. Um, so for my five, uh, I also have Javante Williams. I, I think that knee injury is not being talked about enough. I yep. think that I think the addition of San, uh, Samaj P. Ryan, yeah, P. Ryan is, yes. is a huge devaluation of Javante right. Williams. Yep. He looked great the last half of last year, really filling in for Joe Mixon. And I think he's going to get a chance to really be probably the RB1 on that team for a while. Yep. The, the other guys that I'm staying away from, I'm staying away from Alvin Kamara. I, oh, yeah. I, I can't draft him. I, I, I think the career is starting to fall apart. I don't think he's the same player. I think Jamal Williams takes carries away from him. Not, not even just, a bench flyer if he, if he really falls? I don't yeah. really want him. I don't want yeah. him. I think he's a head case, and, and, and I, I don't want him. Um, I don't like Rashard White. On Tampa Bay, I that was one that I, he, I considered as well. Yeah, you know they have him as a top twenty running back. I don't see yeah. it. I mean, I drafted him last year, and he was a complete waste of, of, mm-hmm. of time, effort, and space. He is the starter uh, this year, but still twenty great. top He's twenty is a little is a little high. I don't like yeah. Rashard White. I don't like Alvin Kamara. I don't like Javante Williams. I I told you back with you, your Najee Harris top ten is not in mine. Jonathan Taylor is not in mine, and we went over that you know earlier. So Jonathan Taylor is part of my stay away. And then my last one is the combination of Antonio Gibson and Brian yeah, uh, Robertson. That's, a, that, that's been a common one, yeah. Yeah, I, I, this is a, I think both of them devalue each other. I think Antonio Gibson should move back to wide receiver because I don't <laughs> think he's that great of a running back. And I think mm-hmm. Brian Robinson was a flash. I, I think if you take one, I think you take Brian Robinson. I thought, I thought he showed, sure, like you said, but, was the better running back. But both of them are going low for a reason. It's just not worth the, you know, to pick either of them. I don't like him. I don't All like him. Right. Right. Another position down, one week down, one more week to go with positions. Next week, we'll go to wide receiver and tight end, um, and then we will get to some mock drafts before the season starts, and soon enough, we'll be there. You know, it's crazy. I mean, when we do the wide receivers. Yeah. I it's going to be a good list. Really good great. list. It's going to be great. I, I just want the number one pick in one league this year so I can have Justin Jefferson on my team, please. Listen, I've, never, I've never asked for the number one pick. Last year, I had Justin Jefferson and Kelsey. It was so beautiful. It was, it was so great, beautiful. right? Very relaxing. Beautiful. You still didn't win the league. <laughs> I didn't because I didn't have any running backs. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. We'll see everyone next week for wide receivers.